moving on to Fantasia. Fantasia, you are just this hot, hellish monster. And like, there are different elements about your outfit that really do stand out to fit the theme. And if I may say, your boobs are boobing, your ass is assing. And <laughs> in it, you absolutely stood out. Thank you, thank you. Fantasia, hands down, uh, breast destruction of the skyline. Oh my god, Dad. <laughs> they never end. <laughs> never. The idea here to me was if you were going to call in a superhero to battle these monsters, you're calling to mind more superhero than kaiju, almost more luchador, if you will. It was a little bit more on the lighter side of things, right? It seemed a little cartoony, almost fun, which is not bad. I mean, I, I love cartoons and I love, I love fun, but we were calling for something like dark and monstrous and scary again, but it was very fun to watch you perform it. Thank you. I love talking about movies. I love staying in. I love going out. I love fun. Hanging yeah. out with my friends. I, uh, I, you know, I like red wine. I like white wine. I like hiking. Especially if I live in California. I love, love hiking. Love to go hiking. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. If, I'm, if I'm Mary Higgins Clark, I love music. I love to dance. Also, if I'm RuPaul, but those are two people I know when I think about loving music and loving to dance. I love to play with all the colors in the coloring box. Yeah. I Yep. Um, if I see someone drowning in the Hudson, I will pray for them. <laughs> uh, you know, so I'm part of me understands why Fantasia was in the bottom and went home this week. The other part of me, like, doesn't understand the extermination challenge at all. The other, other part of me is confused at the treatment of Fantasia by the judges. I'm, I have to remember somebody like Louisiana Purchase. Because Louisiana Purchase was never, like, horror. You know? Or, or Sigourney Weaver was never, like, horror. And was just kind of praised for doing glamour and for doing what they do every week very consistently. And with Fantasia, I feel like they're like, okay, this week is a monster challenge. We want you to become a monster and be disgusting. This was Fantasia's version of that, you know? I hear that. I I but I didn't I didn't disagree with the judges. I think I think that like the narrative that was coming across i also felt of like this feels like a superhero mm. or a supervillain, and like i think one of the big differences one of the things that could have made this really interesting is around the eye holes if fantasia drew like right. big white eyes so that it looked right. like big bug eyes yeah. i think that would have transformed it mm. they're sort of like in act one, act two, Fantasia talking about like, oh, you're going to see how much of a monster I can transform into. Right. And then it was like, well, you're like a hot wrestler. And so I think there is also that too of like, well, what your I think your intention is being missed. And I feel like, you know, I hate to, I don't know why I hate to say it, but I, I do think Throb was making good points of like, are you a superstar? Yes. Have I seen super monster? No. Yeah, it's not that I disagree with the judges, because I certainly see their point, but I also think it's just inconsistent with other other monsters of the past, 
That's all. But yeah, certainly this look could have been pushed further. Um, my biggest issue was with the eyes. I was like, it just felt kind of half done, not done yet, not mm-hmm. finished yet. Um, and yeah, and, and we'll say goodbye to Fantasia Royale Gaga. Yeah, Fantasia Royale, bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, she certainly, um, certainly made an impact, I guess, on the season. Um, and yeah, it's unfortunate. She never really got to that that place. Oh, this is the point I was trying to think about while you were talking. The you brought up, uh, you know, the eyes and whatnot. One of the things that I felt like was inconsistent with this judging uh, for the contestants on this season was the idea of like humanoid. Like they didn't want it to be humanoid at all, mm-hmm. and so many of them like had hands. And I don't know, like I was like, like, like Neo Hulu, for instance, like had her midriff showing. Right. I was like, okay. okay." I mean, granted, I get it. Like it's the same shape of a snake, but uh, the only one that like wasn't humanoid really at all was organic, I guess. The other ones like had human qualities. Yeah. Neo Hulu had a belly button. That means there was an umbilical cord at one point. That means you were in your mommy's tummy at some point. And there were you hands. Know? And there were hands, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. I, I actually, I was expecting, I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be, I mean, I guess she did still end up, quote unquote, in the bottom, but I thought, oh, this this will be the, the tragic fate of Neo Hulu in the Romeo and Juliet of uh, Neo-Gotic oh. X. But they, I mean, I, I also feel like, you know, even though it was like, well, you couldn't move in this look, which I think is a valid critique. They were like, yeah, but I loved it. And I thought, well, I guess drag is art and art's subjective, you know? It, Yeah, the rules sort of change week to week depending yeah. on who they're talking to. I mean, I will say, like, this snake look was better than last week's snake look. Oh, right? my God. Last week's better. snake look was uh, not – it was – yeah, that was uh, that was like one of those snakes you would make in the creepy crawlers uh, oven. Uh-huh. Remember yeah, that? Did yeah. you have a creepy crawlers creepy oven? Creepy crawlers. Mm-hmm. I don't think we did creepy crawlers. I remember the commercials. Maybe my friend had it. Yeah, yeah. had a very distinctive smell. Anyone who Ugh. had a, had a very distinctive like, ooh, I think I feel like glue is burning. Um, but that's what I was getting. I was getting creepy crawlers from Fantasia Snake last week. Whereas, yeah, Neo Hulu Snake this week was like, oh, that's one of the expensive action figures on the top shelf. You have to ask the like oh, I see, store right. clerk to yes. get for you. Yes, it was the hologram instead of the regular trading mm-hmm. card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Fantasia said it in the Talking Head. It was just like, hey, I mean, I, I, if I knew I couldn't walk and that would be okay, I wouldn't have cut a slit in mine. I don't know. There's, I, I kind of heard her frustration at that point. I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, you got to go for it and then see what they say. I guess. Um, it, it did. I mean, I think she was kind of, it, it, she was implying like there's some special treatment going on with Neo Hulu. I guess I, I saw Harley Quinn Smith's point of like, you know, that's real diva behavior. It's like iconic mm-hmm. behavior to like make people oh, yeah. carry you. And so oh, there is an element of that of like. Yeah, there is kind of that. 
But then I remember there was this this they had this issue came up with Hoso I think last season that like she couldn't move in her look and needed a lot of help. Yeah, and... she was like a diva, right? She needed help. I remember that right yeah. backstage. There was that whole thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Fantasia Royale Gaga was very fun, and you know we love fun. So we do love fun. That's what I always tell people: is if you know anything about me, you know that I love fun. Yeah, I love fun. Uh, what is that noise in the background? Oh, my headphones are dying, and so I have to switch in my other ones, and they're all tangled. So hold on. Oh, let me, let me tangled. Just... I saw that movie. I'm going to talk while you're fixing it because, uh, you know, why not? But uh, hey, I did listen. see Tangled. Um, it's it's about Rapunzel and uh-huh. uh, that long-ass hair. Like Neo Hulu's hair. Neo Hulu had a long, long braid this week uh which wasn't as featured um it wasn't as featured with the tail but i thought it was a another humanoid feature of hers well why don't we why don't we get into it why don't we get into the last challenge of the season because indeed we are about to take breakula for of course the christian holiday and the new year uh, and then we're going to have a reunion. So there is going to be a Last Supper this season, which I had no idea until after we recorded last week's episode. I was just guessing. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it'll be a, a good to have a Last Supper. I hope it's not, I don't know, overly dramatic. But I guess with JK and Throb and all that stuff, uh, we're going to get to the bottom of a lot of things, I guess. I don't know. I was really disappointed with this episode. You expect the last challenge of the season before you know the final floor show to be i don't know really great and i didn't love it i i don't know if it's the runway or if it's just the contestants but when the boulets were like oh my god what great kaiju looks i was like yeah maybe one of them was really great otherwise you know the pictures looked better online than the actual episode well, I think, you know, I, I thought I thought about this certainly towards the end of the episode um, during the extermination, but it did remind me of, and I think even someone posted about this on Reddit, but the Wasteland Weekend challenge from mm. season two, because I think that was like the last challenge mm-hmm. of the season because it was the top four. And it was such a fucking event. It was, I mean, it wasn't even, it's not even necessarily that that was my favorite challenge. I think I remember feeling like, oh, this is like, oh, this is a lot, but it's, but it is the the size of the last yeah. challenge that you kind of want it to be. And I think with this, it was like, oh, this is the last challenge. And, and it's called like humongous horrors. And then like, and then look what, look at this set that they built on the stage. Like it looks like the music video set for like a, a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen song. Like it just, it looks like they're about to record. I am the cute one. She's just my sister. I look with this set. Have you ever seen that video? I know I have. Cause I know that song. Oh <laughs> yeah. I am the cute one. She's, She's just, just my sister. sister. <laughs> oh my God. And that video, they're sitting there in those stupid sun hats. Oh my God. We could totally do a whole episode about I am the cute one. She's just my sister. <laughs> I love that video. But anyway, uh, that's what it was invoking was just like, no, you know what it reminded me of? I know exactly what I'm thinking of. The set looked exactly like the set at the end of Best in Show when they're doing the dog photo shoots and it's like the two dogs in the Gone with oh, the Wind wow. set. Uh-huh. That's okay. what it looked like. Yes. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it was uh I mean it was fine. It was cute. 
uh, it was miniature. Uh, it worked. Um, I but, mean, come on, though. Yeah. Like, this, like, we got the budget, you know? We got the meat this season. And I was just like, this isn't even kitschy bad. This is just, like, high school, like, not even main mm. stage production. Okay? It, it reminds me of the final scene. Not the final, final scene. But one of the final scenes in Mr. Holland's opus. They're doing the Gershwin review and the set is the same type of aesthetic, uh, city skyline. I, 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 their mini challenge or what do they call it? The fright Fright feet was so stupid. I, and also, also they could have had the monsters breaking shit. Like that would have made more sense, but otherwise like we just sat through a, you know, uh, a therapy session that was not really a therapy session. Um, uh, they they could have combined those two elements, I think, to really have more of an impact for the floor show. The floor show was more of a runway than a floor show. Yeah, the the fright feet reminded me of, and you know, and this is a reference. There's someone out there, and God bless you if you if you know this, then you have to write in because I can't be alone in the world. Um, not at this late stage, not at the holidays, but there was maybe we've talked about there was this like self-help therapy reality show called starting over from like the early 2000s with ayanla van zandt and dr ronda Britton, and then dr ron something where he had a beard and it was like it's like five or six women in a house with these therapists like working through their shit together and so there there was definitely one session where they were like they had some big you know plush thing that they were hitting with a stick to get you know get some feelings out and you know there was someone who started breaking into tears as they were beaten out there you know um you know i don't know their verbally abusive father issues you know it you was, never loved me uh-huh. yeah, oh it. that show oh man that show that's you know they the the trend on tiktok of like what's your roman empire my roman empire is starting over oh anyway that's what this well, right feet felt like I do wonder if the reason why they didn't have them breaking things on the actual floor show is because they needed to reuse them, I guess. Like, that that's the only way I can justify it. Like, oh, well, we need to do it for five times or six times, whatever it is. Um, how many? Five? There's top five. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we need to do it five times. So uh, you can't really – we need a set that doesn't really break or you can't, like, spit on it, you know? I mean, it's funny how much controversy there was around cardboard – earlier this season oh shit (laughs) i'll bet this was more like foam core well i i i think then i don't know i mean i i it just (laughs) i'm i'm nit i'm nitpicking but it was just like it just felt like you know honestly the floor show i felt like the music was doing so much of the heavy lifting to and and with the fright feet as well they're doing the like yeah john carpenter's halloween theory of like it's a fine movie, but then you put a really good score over it and it elevates everything. And that's what they're doing with these fright feats and this, these rinky dink floor shows. It's like, we're just going to put really big beats on this. But like, if you took the music off, it's like taking the laugh track out of the big bang theory. And it just feels like a Harold Pinter play, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. When they, when they showed the set, I was like, Oh, okay. Exactly. All right. Okay. I mean, it was like RuPaul seeing Detox in the silver look, except it was like, oh, oh, 
Okay. All right. I mean, it was it was Helen Hunt. Okay. It was okay. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, let's jump in. Let's talk about it. I. I, I thought of you during this like monsters opening when they were just like reading from a dictionary. Um, and then they were like, Oh, we're going to do a, a Kaiju big monster. And then Drac goes, yes. And then they high five. And I was like, Oh, we have to add that into uh Chad Michaels. Yes. Yes. Type of uh, super cut. Well, you know, one thing that stood out to me in this opening was as they were reading from the dictionary that these monsters were, Strange growth had a strange grotesque appearance that causes terror and fear. That's right, oh. terror and fear. Oh. <laughs> it's like when Celine Dion dedicated the song to all the parents and all the children. <laughs> that covers it, doesn't it? Well, oh. oh God! You know, I love the Boulets. I love the Boulets. There's a reason why I'm not listening to their podcast. I, a lot of our Marys have been kind of writing in you know uh saying some of these extra things and uh giving me uh cool tidbits you know like they filmed all of the challenges and stuff at like a games structure right like there's like a special like escape the room type of place oh, where uh-huh. they filmed a lot of this stuff anyway uh but but at the same time I also don't want to listen to the podcast after the fact, get a postmortem because I'm just like, you shouldn't have to like explain it for me to accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it's, it's probably similar to, or it could be also just to, I don't know, a different lens of it be similar to those like Katya regrets videos where it's Mm. like, here's just a, you know, commentary on what happened. Like I didn't listen to the podcast. Yeah, but they're the producers. You know what I mean? Like they have a vested interest to like shape the narrative. And so by doing it after it's, it would, I mean, it would be very interesting if RuPaul and the executive producers did that after every episode, but you know that they wouldn't be honest. And that's why I don't always try. It's an unreliable narrator in the Boulets. It's like, well, you're not going to like shit on the episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they're not going to shit on it, but I'm, uh, curious but i also felt like i didn't want to be influenced by like yeah listening to what they said and then it's kind of like watching the pit stop where it's like oh well now i'm just repeating what i heard on the pit stop (laughs) exactly yes exactly uh but uh, but you know the the any commentary that they have on like what's going on online with all of the conflict like that i think is all very interesting um but uh yeah and i think they sort of i guess last week sort of alluded to it or something apparently again i it's all secondhand information but they were like well they're all friends you know kind of like throbs nice <laughs> oh i mean it, but isn't that always the narrative like this you know every this is all old conflict everybody's friends now uh-huh. right 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 well no there's like a lot of conflict with throb and oh. uh, before the show and whatnot and, oh before yeah. the show yeah like got people fired and you know anyway it's, oh. it's all you know it's drama no oh, like, i kind of remember seeing yeah. some like posts about that yeah, and just, yeah like, he's oh. like racist and stuff and oh well yeah. i've certainly seen about that of like i, I they're you know throb and the microaggressions and i've seen the you know pandale well, but it's informed mary it's informed by what happened before the show sure so I, that's why that stuff 
emerged. I'm not invalidating it. I'm just not participating. I'm just like, yeah, oh, I get it. I tap I out. Not my, you know, yeah. not my chickens, not my roost. Uh, oh, buck, 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 buck. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, well, uh, you know, I don't have much else to say because the beginning of this episode was very. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was not funny. Uh, or comes in, starts making out with Neo. I, Mary, I I can't tell you how over and how uninteresting this part of reality TV is. That whole scene where in the they're in the cauldron and giving each other gifts, like not interesting, not cool. Like I I I was just like, can we? I'd rather see them building their monsters. I think I'm a little into it because I think I'm a little sweet or narcotic when he slicks his hair back and when he puts that robe on, it does things to me. And I just think about like how weird he must get in bed and in a good way. Like, oh, yes. Yes. Oh, weird. Like, oh, boy, that's weird. Oh, that's a weird thing you just did. Um, And I love it. And I just um, I'm a little invested. I feel like I do want to know if he's living with Neo Hulu in la now i i you know it's like i'm i just he's what a cutie what a cutie patootie well meanwhile like instead of that storyline blackberry just drops this very interesting lifetime movie apparently blackberry like got really into ventriloquism and puppetry and then the family just decided to create a puppet team and travel across the country i i yeah. Just dropped in there. <laughs> Everybody loves puppets. You know. The puppetry of the penis. Yeah. Uh I I, I don't know. Uh and I would have loved to see more pictures, footage. What, what wait. Y'all just moved across the as a family? Who went to school? Yeah. You know? I mean, as we ask the question over and over, who is Blackberry? It's like, well, I you know, this could tell me something. I'd like to know. Sure. Oh, great puppets. Okay. Yeah. Um, puppets. You know, I there was I just want to mention there was because I you know I guess it could come up next the next time we talk about Dracula. Um but there was like some brief talk about Cynthia and oh I didn't want to have to send her home whatnot. And my prediction is that Cynthia will be the season's exorcister, which I guess is like Dracula's oh. kind of miscongeniality because Coco was last season's exorcister. And I just think Cynthia's got it in the bag this season. So I want to put that out there. Um mm. I also wanted to just mention, I think this is, uh, this is before, uh, you know, or no, this is when they get the video message and it's interrupted by their podcast co-host or producer Ian as the newscaster. And mm. uh, I thought it was Swan out of drag. I got very excited about that, but oh. it wasn't. Um, and then we, yeah, then we went to the rage room and we had a starting over moment, which was really great. So rage room yeah i was just like oh god okay like i don't know um i maybe i'm maybe i'm just a little over the season now because it's yeah just so sanitized i don't know i think i mean it's funny you know i i you know because i'll poke around in that little subreddit and and that is such like a microcosm of the audience but uh and it's you know the strongest feelings but it is interesting to see a lot even on like twitter and i guess a little bit on instagram like 
people being really kind of like ugh about this season and all the things we've talked about. Like, you know, they don't they never go outside. They're indoor kids all season. Everything's all around this, you know, fancy new, you know, floor show stage of theirs. And um, I've seen commentary about how like, oh, the boules, their looks don't correspond with the challenges this season <laughs> okay, and whatever. how the looks are kind of and, and it's like, I guess the only reason I like whatever it is what it is and it's another season in the bag and we'll all move on they're already renewed for season six so it, it doesn't matter um but i i think the one thing that does stick out is like i guess referring back to like wasteland weekend for example is like it's the fact that they somehow did more with less in the earlier seasons yeah. and now they have more money and they're doing less and it, it's that it's if dragula was always like that season one where we're in a basement you know and we've got a flashlight as you know our uh, as a spotlight like and this is where they were by season five then it'd be like yeah wow they really grew but like the fact that like so it it went to so many interesting places in season two or even mm. season three it's like oh but like you got the money now you got the money. Where are we going? You know, wh yeah, why are we, are we going, going anywhere? Yeah. Why are we just in the basement of this Dave and Buster's or whatever, apparently, yeah, exactly. that you're yeah. recording and like, come on. Yeah. I mean, listen, I will say this. I'll, people can say what they want about the season. I might be like, eh, I'm a little over this season. It doesn't change the fact that I'm excited for the floor show every week. Oh, yeah. I still tune in for something new, something fresh, then drag race right and i do get that it's just the stuff that happens before it and i'm you know uh, here i am on a podcast talking about it so i'm gonna be honest and it's just like i don't like the love story you know i feel like that whole first act is always forced drama where the producer's like all right now somebody say something insulting and then they then they leave the shot and then, and then it goes and it's just like okay you know, I can I, I now sort of see it, and it it feels so forced. And granted, I understand it's reality TV, but like, also these people are artists, so you could just kind of feature the art a little bit more. And I think that's why I'm a little disappointed. I think that was that's definitely one of the takeaways of the season was there was like a. There was, it's, it felt like there was a sort of direction or intention of like, we definitely want conflict. We want mm -hmm. rivalries. We want, you know, we want this to be, you know, bigger drama with the big, like, that's what's going to be bigger about this season, big personalities. And then they really had to kind of push the turtle to kind of make that happen. I mean, I think the Fantasia versus Throb thing. Oh God. I, like, I can't believe how forced that was. I just yeah. like to the point where I was like, how dumb do you think we are? Like, what are we doing? Like what? They're not even trying. It just, it was. Yeah. So I think it was things like that. And, Blackberry and Neo. Oh, like, right? what? I didn't. And I, I guess to the, your point about the puppets and whatnot is like, if you think about it, we really didn't get a ton of backstory about a lot of these people. Right. We don't really know that much. You know, even the ones that we got a bit of a story on, like Fantasia, I still feel like it was very abbreviated. And uh -huh. I think maybe that would have been, maybe maybe that would have, you know, it wouldn't have been maybe as exciting, but at least maybe would have been or, more organic. I think someone like Orgotic, where it's like, okay, you're leaving Argentina. What happened there? What's going on? What's your life like? Like, that's, it yeah, is at least an interesting What is your life like story. that you're making monstrous looks in your flat in Argentina, like tell us more. Yeah, and and now you're leaving. Like I, it kind of it does. It reminds me of Tyra in season two, where it was like, 
oh, you're sleeping on your drag mother's couch and you got $25 to your name and you got a kid. It's in, it, it, it gets you invested in that person's journey. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. feel like that maybe felt missing this season. Um, I don't know. It was a weird season. It was just, it, this has been a really weird season. I definitely felt this week where I was like, and eh, this is, we talked about this maybe either on or offline, but like some seasons become slog seasons. And it was like, Oh, I think this became a slog season by the end. Yeah, it started off so strong yeah. because you had like Neo Hulu, Orgotic, Throb, Blackberry, Jarvis. Like people that, yes, Jarvis, exactly. And I was just like, oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see what happens. And then, you know, Jarvis goes home. The JK drama just becomes so. Yeah. Not K, you know? Yeah. And it was just like, oh, God. And then, and then before you know it, now we're at the top four uh which was supposed to be the top three and then they were like oops <laughs> they just kept editing around that but still saying top three and it was like okay so wait what's gonna happen so okay wait what you know and i'm like watching during the extermination of fantasia of like is someone else in right. the background who's gonna be dead too what's going right. on right no i didn't understand okay let's jump there for a second because how do they have this extermination challenge and then like you know, yeah. and then and then one of them is exterminated, the other one isn't. Like, are they going to explain that? Right. Like Blackberry or, or Neo, right? Um, I, I, it's like track record wise. It's like, it's of, like, course. of course, it's, it's going to be because Neo is going to win the season. So it was like, right. okay. So it, it kind of was like, okay. So I guess Blackberry and Fantasia are going home this week. And I think what I've heard is that on the podcast they've confirmed, like, no, they're doing a top four again this season. Yeah. Right. And, and I guess apparently they said last season that top four was never going to happen again. And so, yep, it's and I guess, you know, and I, and I did see some of this commentary on Reddit where it's like having, oh, my God, it's a top four. Like, that's not a gag anymore. A gag would be having it be so competitive that, like, there is even like a heartbreak by the end. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. You send Neo home. Exactly. Right. Or you have a top two. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that's at this point almost like the traditional model is more of a gag than the like surprise everybody's staying like Yay. that's that's yeah it's just I, I don't know and I think especially something like this like yeah like you know uh, be I able mean, to cut throat listen listen d- don't get me wrong I think the boules are great I think that they're really creative I love what they've created and those bat hands are everything to me. I will say this is the second time that they've kind of missed the landing. I, Titans, the ending of Titans was so weird. And they were like, no, nope, we don't have to explain it. And I'm like, they're going to do the same thing here. I mean, that was, that, that did go on the books of like, wow, wow. You, on a Titan season, you were like, oh, here's a, here's a screenshot. Like it's it is interesting. It, it really, Final Cut Pro. Yeah, it really is. You know, I made this on my phone. It's just nuts. Um, you know, iMovie. You can do this cool thing yeah. where you zoom in on the picture. I, I put a I put a transition on it, so it's a it, it's a it fades to white, and I slowed it down. Oh. You can make it look like a trailer. Too. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's themes. Here, let me add this music. <laughs> and it's just, you have to download it yeah, first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have to download it to my iTunes first. 
Then I have to pull the file into my garage yes, exactly, band. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but you know what I mean? I'm just kind of like, look, like I, I, I'm rooting for them. I will always root for them. I'm always going to watch Dracula. And after Titans, I was like, all right, I, I, I was promised a change. And all I saw this season were great exterminations, great openings, um, and a cool cast, right? Which was, I, I honestly, I think expected, and I was like, "Where's the where's the change here?" Yeah, and I I think at this point, I mean, it's similar to with Drag Race, where whether it's Michelle on Instagram or one of the queens or whatever, where it's like, "You're gonna see stuff this season you have mm. never seen before," right? right and yeah. we think you I know fall for it. And you know what that reminds me of? It back in the day, I remember like the early version of this was the sort of super trailer for season five, season five. Season, yeah, season five. And it's when Ivy Winters came out on those stilts as that butterfly. And then they cut to RuPaul's big eyes. And I remember at the time feeling like, oh, my sweet gherkins, this is something. And when it happened, it was fine. But, like, I think the impact of that feeling of, like, whoa, you're like, I think we want to feel that. Whatever, in, whatever, like, makes us feel that, you know, of, like, whoa. Uh, and I think Neo's probably Neo and Orgotic are probably the closest to giving that feeling. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and sometimes, sometimes throb a couple of weeks, maybe just one week. Blackberry, but definitely Neo and Orgotic. When I think about Dragula, I think about them. Right, like they're they they kind of make up Dragula and what I think the level should be. It reminds me of season two. It reminds me of season one. That first episode of season two, Mary, it it, it was just like, I had no idea who was going to be in the bottom because it was so fucking outrageous. Yeah. And we don't have that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, I, I think, and you know, it was like, I think, the casting was really interesting this season. I think someone like Fantasia was a really interesting choice because it's like, oh, there was the narrative of like, oh, okay, you don't come, you're not coming in like Monica Shannon, like you're not uh -huh. right off the bat like a spooky, spooky queen. So like, oh, it'll be cool to see what you do. And then I think that that gag never really, I think, manifested. And then I think there was also the excitement of someone like Jarvis, and then that kind of petered out as like almost like we expected it to or like oh mm. it, you know came up against something like a lip sync where it's like okay well this isn't lip sync drag you know yeah um, right and so i think there were just like certain folks that we were really excited about or certain things like or you know even i don't know i guess i was excited about anaphylactic because it was like sure. that's you know my kind of you know my kind of drag um so i think some of the things that maybe we came into this season excited about or the idea that the boulets were taking the reins again yeah. and so it was like oh man that's gonna mean something and so i guess all of those little carrots ended up not really um they were really celery yeah you know? they were really celery and they weren't selling it you know yeah no they're not selling it yeah the i mean fantasia's a really great example of somebody that i was like oh this is awesome Oh, I can't wait to see what Fantasia does on this show, right? And week after week, I was happy to see what Fantasia did. And then the critiques were always kind of the same. And, you know, it was like, I it, it just didn't feel fair. Um, 
and and it never sort of uh, elaborated, uh, which was disappointing. Mm-hmm. And I think also I, I feel like when the season is over, the things that will stick out will end up being some of the smaller nuances. Like, you know what's going to stay with me is, and it was like a fuck up, but like that one reveal when Anna's face fell off. That, oh, remember that when she was like the radioactive lady and she took off Yeah, I remember it. But yeah, yeah, when her face fell off, that, uh, was like so fucking cool. Or when Anna, I mean, I guess it's a lot of Anna moments, but you know, oh, when then the gun, she, the gun, I mean, yeah, I love that. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was really cool. I feel like, uh, I don't know. Oh, you know what? Blackberry on the drums in the Monsters uh-huh. of Rock challenge. I feel like that was like, yeah, I'll, I'll remember that. Cause she really did take a, a tough role and, and stand out. Mm. Yeah, I love Cynthia in the porta potty. You know, oh, that wasn't a porta potty. Cynthia, you know, and you know, I'm gonna stand by it. Cynthia's meth bomb look, I I liked. I thought that was <laughs> fucked up and creepy, and I I respected the fact that it was like, ooh, this doesn't. This makes me feel gross. Yeah, I get it. Uh, I, yeah, there'll be little things that I remember about this season. We'll see. Maybe maybe the final floor show, Mary, is just going to be so fucking wild because Orgotic and Neo yeah. got to the end. Yeah. You know? Maybe it'll be the first couple of Dracula. <laughs> maybe they'll be crowned together. Uh, like the Hunger Games. Like the Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. Well, listen, let's uh, let's talk about this floor show, shall we? Or do you want to talk about the the private moment that Neo and Orc have? Eh, or... She gave him her heart, and he was wearing that robe and his slicked back hair. And I was like, I would let him live in my house because I don't know. I just I would have like a weird like two weeks with Orgotic, and then I would never see him again, <laughs> and I would never tell anybody about it. It's like that episode of Girls where. Uh... Lena Durham, she she has sex with uh, Patrick Wilson. For oh, like I want to see that episode. I need to see that episode. Oh my god, Mary! Oh my god, it's every, it's every fucked up fantasy. Yeah, oh, I need god. to. I need to. You know, it's I self destructive fantasy. He is so hot. He is so perfect. <laughs> I got so wrong. <laughs> I gotta just like do a whole girls watch. I think it'd be good to just have that in my belt, but that's the episode I'm basically working towards. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, Mary, I stopped watching after the all I'm gonna say is the Q tip episode. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. I I, like that. I was like, yeah, I think I'm I again like not no shaming or anything, but like I I don't need to go here. Yeah, I think I just want to see a Becky Ann Baker supercut, honestly. That's all I really want to see. Who's Becky Ann Baker? She plays uh, Lena Durnham's mom. Oh, okay. I barely remember her in the show. Well, yeah. uh, A quick supercut. All right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, the boys in that show are really cute. Guys in it, they're really cute. Oh, isn't so. was Adam Driver in that or that other guy who looks like Adam Driver? No, Adam Driver is in it. Um, but then there's that other guy it. who kind of looks like the Wish.com Adam Driver. I see what you mean by that. Yes, he's mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. He's like a little um, more fetally, you know. Uh, uh-huh. He's not the cute one. There's like the other guys, the other <laughs> he's boys. Just are <laughs> he's just my sister. He's just my sister. Exactly. He's not the cute one. He's, He's just, just my, my sister. sister. 
dumb. <laughs> Stupid. We got it. We got it. We got it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> She's just my sister. Now grab her. <laughs> Come on. My sister. My sister. My sister. My sister. <laughs> They're my buddies, you know. <laughs> uh, you know. Well, listen, um speaking of sisters, we have a daughter. We have Harley Quinn Smith, who I feel like was the one that watched this show and then it wrote into the Boulets and said, "Oh my god, can I be a guest on your show? And they're like, who the fuck are you? And she's like, I'll bring my dad with me. Mm -hmm. And then it was like done. And you know what? <laughs> yeah. I, he seems like a really nice dad. He seems like uh -huh. a nice guy. You know, I, I always, you know, uh, I swoon when a straight man comes into a gay space and is nice. Cause I'm like, Oh, you're so, you're one of the good ones. You know, I give them so much credit for their bravery. Yeah. Um, right, you're wearing guy so liner. Oh my God. You're so yeah, brave. Really brave. Um, but yeah. he seemed like very nice. And, um, and if there's one person whose opinion I want on Kaiju and I comic mean, book monsters, it is Kevin Smith. I, the first name that comes to mind when I think of Kaiju is Kevin Smith. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, the name on everyone's lips. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. That's Kevin! right. Yeah. Kevin! Smith. Get upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Smith. Yeah. Smith. Mary, oh my God, my nephew's name is Kevin. It's so wild. Oh, that's right. There is it's a Kevin. So my wild. brother's name is Kevin. <gasps> yeah. I've grown up with a Kevin. I watched you grew Home Alone up with, a Kevin. with a Kevin. Yeah. Oh my God. Kevin. You're going to carry my bag, Kevin? Yeah. Ugh. Kevin. <laughs> you're such a disease. Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Oh. <laughs> Kevin. Uh, listen, Kevin Smith. Um, let's talk about some of these looks. I will say the the the, the Boulez podcast that happens after the runway, I was surprised to hear their comments. I thought they'd be a little bit more disappointed. Um uh, but I did agree with a lot of what they were saying, um, particularly around BlackBerry. My first question is, was BlackBerry wearing Skechers? <laughs> I don't remember. I, those just look, I just feel like there was arch support. And I thought, uh, well, you know, if I know anything about Kaiju, they have uh, fallen arches and they need the support, <laughs> I, you know. Oh so it's good to have like a medical grade Skecher on. Listen, I thought... Blackberry looked so good. She looked impeccable. Mm -hmm. The problem I had with it is like again, like it was so humanoid. There was a corset, there were hands, there were sketchers. Um, and it just like wasn't scary. It was a large, beautiful butterfly that was blowing kisses. I just and I get her point of like, well, look, I knew everybody was gonna do something monstrous. And, you know, I wanted beauty is deadly. And listen, I don't think she should go home for that. But 
It wasn't scary. It wasn't scary. I'm watching Dracula, girl. I said the same thing about um, what's her face, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Beaver. Um, it just—it's not scary. <laughs> what yeah. is scared? I just want to be scared, and I think <clears throat> that's been like, I guess, as an ongoing thing with Blackberry this season. It's like, well, you haven't really been scary. And so this would have been a good opportunity to go instead of doing something different is do something different from what you've been doing and go scary. Get a little mean, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I wanted to see, I wanted to see scary. Now, listen, Sigourney was impeccable and, and went to the, to the end and, and rightly so. And I think Blackberry should go to the end because it's impeccable. Um, and I love that. And not scary enough. Yeah. Uh, not, yeah, impeccable, but not scary. Yeah, not scary. Um, Neo Hulu, the big glamorous snake. I, I think my, my, again, like I, I really fixated on this humanoid thing. So it really changed how I watched the floor show, but I was so distracted by the midsection hanging out. And the fact that, I mean, there was, there was nothing added to it it was just a bare it wasn't like she painted it or anything it was just like oh there's there's some abs there's mm-hmm. some human abs right there yeah uh and it was a cool look uh you know it was a mask right so uh, that that's worth noting um i mean obviously there was makeup underneath but like it was a mask um, which I think is interesting, but yeah, no, I mean, it was a cool idea. It was a cool, uh, it was very committed. Um, and those shots, I will say those shots of, of her in the wagon were, uh, chef's kiss. Oh, was that at the end when she was, uh, I think they were talking about it during the podcast part. Oh, okay. I can, I guess I missed that. Um, well, yeah, I, th- I mean, it's like I see the points off for not being able to move, but there is something kind of great about the idea of like, I'm just laying among these these mm. buildings. My tail is draped over this building and I'm just mm. like, I don't know. I It, it can work. Um, and again, it's like, I feel like, and this is similar to like just our general critiques of the show, but also like any critiques of Neo or even a lot of these folks. It's like, yeah, there's critiques where I wish it was this or I wish it was that, but like, when you pull back, Jesus it's like, Christ. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Even yeah. just, even this season of the show, even this show in general, it's like, yeah, we got our feelings and our gripes, but like, overall, who else is doing this? Like, this is so cool. Yeah. We just want it to be what we want it to be, but like, still, like, the even with Drag Race, it's like, this is still so cool. Oh, yeah. And I would say the same about like Fantasia, who I think had one of the weaker looks. Uh, it was still so cool. Yeah, it still was. It was a. I didn't know what it was going to be. It was a cool idea. Um, yeah, it's just you know, it's look to your left, look to your right, right, right. Um, I mean, well, let's talk about Fantasia, and then we'll go back to Thra. But uh, the I was I a little disappointed. Uh, the neck up, kind of like the boules. Yes, but I thought the legs were cool. I thought. That whole part of it was, I don't think the bodysuit like fit that well, which was kind of a problem and a little distracting, but a bug with large tits, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to look at. It's awesome. It's very humanoid, you know, so mm-hmm. there is, there. it, it was also like, oh, this is pretty human. Uh, <laughs> so I think, I, I think that there was that. It just yeah. felt like, 
Yeah. They spent. She needed more um, uh, prosthetics or makeup or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and so anyway, uh, to go back to Throb, I love Throb's tail. I think the way that he like mm. swung it around, I thought that was a great effect. Mm. Um, very humanoid, very gremlin. I mean, Mary, let's just let's start it now, right? Gremlins three. He really ate after midnight. Yeah, right. Somebody got wet. <laughs> oh, I'm so wet. <laughs> yeah, that's like the the gremlins porno. Oh, I'm so wet. Oh, I'm so wet. They I start bubbling. <laughs> I can't eat ass after midnight. Can't eat ass after midnight. Oh no! Then I just turned into this like fuck gremlin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looks at the clock. It's twelve fifteen. Oh no! <laughs> the Christmas tree falls down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cat runs out of the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's that scene in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Yes. Uh, uh, no, I kind of love Gremlins three, but it's it's a porno starring it's a porno Throb starring Zombie. Throb, yeah. <laughs> I ate ass after midnight. <laughs> Don't eat ass after, after midnight. midnight. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, he really ate. <laughs> he tore it up this thing. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was a cool look. Uh, I thought it was scary uh, and a little campy at the same time. Like I could, it reminded me a little bit of that movie with um, Fred Savage. Savage is what I call him. Um, mm. The Little Monsters. Oh, I don't think I ever really watched that movie. Was that like What's it- that guy's name? Dave um, from from uh, from Bobby's World. Oh, Dave it. Thomas. No, Mary. Um, but he he played the monster, I think. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Um, he there was a there was like a little bit of little monsters in Throb's look to me. Well, now I'm looking up the you know 1989's Little Monsters on IMDb. Indeed, with Fred Savage and Ben Savage is even at a seventh build. Uh, oh. Fred Ben Savage, Daniel Stern, Howie Mandel. Um, Margaret Witten, you love Margaret Witten. Well, oh, she's great. She's great in that. So, um, yeah, we've talked about her so many times. I think we've talked about her more than we've talked about Whoopi Goldberg on this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, listen, Throb was kind of, I guess, like in the mouth. The idea that it's like this scary monster, but like I could also see Throb's kaiju um, having a redemption, like kind of being nice. Yeah, I also I appreciate like that a th- silly monster. Yeah, I also like that Throb's kaiju did technically, you know, get really horny after midnight because I think he was the only one who, you know, was like humping the buildings and licking them. Oh yeah, uh huh. So I feel yeah. like, and I was kind of waiting for that. I was like, who's gonna like? It's right there in front of you. Somebody lick the building. Somebody lick the building. You. Yes, yes. Somebody lick the building. Um, you know. Maybe maybe they weren't allowed to because of COVID. You know, who knows? Maybe maybe they really you know uh, socially distanced, of course. Yeah, socially distanced, of course. Well, listen. So, Orgotic was last. I feel like they really set the stage for Orgotic. Like there was this whole like pause before mm-hmm. Orgotic was revealed, and I was getting a little Transformers with the Club Kid shoes on his hands. Well, yeah, I felt like the the club the shoes on his hands kind of reminded me of vacuum cleaners. 
Uh-huh. Yes. And so it was almost like a transformer that started out as like, you know, he's an auric gothic. That's a vacuum God. joke. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a cool look. Did it look a little backyard, basementy? Yes. And if that's the aesthetic, great, you know? Um, but there was like, what even is that on his head, you know? Well, and I think it's like, yeah, is there a kind of like you've made, you know, uh, you've made gold out of shit? Uh, certainly. But I feel like at this point, kind of compared to like JK, who I think was trying to justify doing the same thing. It's like, yeah, but you have to do it impeccably, you know, like, right. you have right. to do it well. And I think it's like, what's the impact? Like, look, like what Orgata created had the most impact and was mm. kind of like just, you know, hit the, you know met the challenge and so and yeah, i like that scary there's, yeah, and there's elements of it where i'm like yeah i don't know what the fuck that is i don't want to know i feel like yeah look at someone like fantasia it's like okay well i'm done i figured it out i see what you are I, I see that this is a look that you stepped into and zippered yourself into done and i feel like with orgotic i'm like i don't even know where to start mm. yeah uh it's there's a lot of layers there uh and interesting to look at so um kind of a good uh, ending piece yeah well, well, anyway, you know, anyway, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it, it was fine. I, I, I think watching the critiques were uh, needless in a way, because, um, because uh, you know, it was they were just saying what we already kind of knew and thought. Um, so I was kind of like, all right, let's go. And then the, once they got to the cauldron, I was like, oh, this is again forced drama. Um, so who knows? Well, you know, I, at the beginning of the episode, I felt like they were kind of justifying why Orc might go home this week. And so I, and I think, I think I'm a little, I'm invested in him. I just want him to, I just want him to get weird with me for a couple weeks. So I am happy that he won and is guaranteed in the top, um, or for the finale, top three, top four, top three and a half. We'll see what happens. Mm. Um, and so then I, you know, I thought you might be excited that this week's extermination was very American gladiators I, inspired. I wrote that down. Yes. I was like, oh. Yeah. Laser. Yes. Turbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so at least there was that. You know, I'm, I assume that the producers, I, I don't know at what point they told them, okay, well, Throb, you're going to be against Fantasia and Neo, you're going to be against Blackberry. Like. Um, these are the conflicts we've been setting up all season. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah. And then Neo's like, but I'm not going to beat Blackberry. And I'm clearly going to the finale. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm, I may not be able to physically beat Blackberry, but I am going to win this competition. Uh, I also thought you may have appreciated when Blackberry said, I'm a fucking Gemini with a plan and nobody can stop that shit. <laughs> I thought that was going to put What's that on so a What's so funny about that is that a Gemini doesn't have a plan. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, I'm an Aquarius. Uh, We're allergic to plans. So. Well, yeah, actually, you know, now that I say that, I'm like, no, a Gemini will have a plan, but the plan is always to you know, be okay with not going forward with it. But I do love having a plan. And an Aquarian absolutely does not want a plan, doesn't want to think about the word plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to hear it. So <laughs> it's awful. Uh, it's awful. <clears throat> yeah, we don't want a plan. Uh, though I think I have like a rising Scorpio in there. And so while I don't want a plan, I need to be in control of everything. 
Oh, interesting. Secretly, I'm in control of everything. Yeah, everything. Everything. I, I, I think um, I, I planned a, I planned two vacations with an Aquarian once, and it was hell. Yeah. It was like, I was just like, what do you expect us to do when we get there? Like, don't you want to do fun things? Like, we need to book this stuff. Like, we need to, we need, they're like, well, you know, what if we just, you know, like, what if we want to just like backpack and go somewhere? I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, Ugh. like we have 10 days. Oh, <laughs> backpacking. You must, you must be like a rising sign. Who likes to backpack? I don't know. I'm going to put this on a Taurus. All I know is like, if, if nothing was booked, we would just be like in a, in a foreign country, just like, I don't know. Waking up at 2 p.m., <laughs> finding something to eat, you know? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It just doesn't sound fun to me to, like, figure it out when you get there, when I know through experience that, like, that's never as fun. Yeah. I, uh, well, yes, I I know that about you, that, uh, <laughs> uh, as, as Fiona Apple said, I got a man and a plan and I just began. That's oh, yeah. that's your run kind fast of... as you can. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, well, listen, Fantasia has sixty seconds to find the key and free herself, or else she dies of poison gas. And uh, I thought that was a great extermination, and I thought she acted it very well. I loved her screaming. I agree. I thought that she really put on a good performance, and uh, and part of me was like, is she gonna is she gonna jump from there? Is she gonna get out of there? Uh, <laughs> But she did not. And then yeah. I loved, I mean, just the the afterthought cheese of that fireside chat moment with Goulet's mm. at the end. Mm. And, and did I, wait, am I, did I hear somewhere that there was going to be some like Dracula Christmas special or, did, or is that nothing? I don't know what you're talking about. So. I don't know. I thought maybe the haunted hot topic in the dead mall, someone may have talked about it. But, it. Uh, but indeed, they confirmed Breakula. Breakula. Mary, who is your BSM? I gotta give it to my 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 betrothed, berobed, orgotic. <laughs> He's just so beautiful, and I just want him to sit on my face and play video games for like two hours. I don't know. I just want him to get real weird with me. Oh god. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> I, I do. Oh my Love God! It. I yep. All right. Well, Marys, uh, if you have any thoughts on the humongous horror episode of Dragula season five, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail .com. You can also find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram. I'm back on Mary. Oh my uh, God! I'm back on. Uh, at Johnny also. Well, you can hear more of me on my other podcast talking about best supporting monsters or actresses like Orgotic on the best supporting podcast. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm still there and I just, you know, I just don't post very often, but I'm there and you can talk to me. It's a Colin Drucker underscore. And you can find more of both of us on Patreon, where we are currently covering what is becoming an iconic season of Canada's Drag Race. Melinda's uh, Drag Race. Melinda's Drag Race. Aunt Linda's Drag Race. So we're covering that currently. And then, of course, at our Only Mary's level, we've got even more content for you. Um, all of that at patreon.com slash Mary. All right, Mary, what is our Last Chance Floor show this week? 
Well, I've had this on my playlist, and I was like, ooh, if Fantasia goes home, I hope it's my week to pick the, pick the floor show, and it all worked ooh. out. So this is, it actually appears on the Exorcist soundtrack, and it is uh, a piece called Fantasia for Strings. And it's performed by the National Philharmonic Orchestra, and it was written by Elliot Del Vargo. Oh. You love him. And I it's love, love and it's just one of those, like, oof. Like, it's just, it's very striking, and I think it would be, mm. I don't know what kind of floor show it would score, but it would be so cool. Ooh, yeah, you like these big tits? It would Ooh. be. Yeah, it would be a lot of big tits, a lot of horny gremlins eating ass. Uh, after midnight. After midnight. A lot of orgotic <laughs> with like those dragon dildos. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 All right. He probably uses well, one of those egg ovo depositors. And, you know, you're like, mm, I don't, what am I going to do with this? I got a bunch of eggs in me. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Uh, you got to poop them out. You got to poop them out. Oops. I just don't. Oops. Poops all berries, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. You know? And, you know. And I choke. <laughs> yep. My bosoms come flying out. Yeah. I love that draw crowd. You know? uh... This was not funny. <laughs> what a mess. Marys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if, uh, you know, you celebrate the holiday, I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. Yeah, I hope you have a Tatsi's Christmas. Mm-hmm.